I'm excited to announce that we are now on Patreon. So check us out at patreon.com forward slash the stream of David. Expansion of consciousness occurs via new desires. And if you are operating in pure bliss and pure perfection all the time without the lower vibrational separation from source, then you have no new desires because you're in bliss, you're in perfection, you're in loving all that is all the time, and that's all that is. So there's no expansion. Hi, and welcome to the Stream of David podcast. I am David Strickle, your host. It's been a long time since I have done a solo podcast. Uh, if you go all the way back to 2017, when I, when I started the Stream of David podcast, they were all solo. And they were all solo because I did not know anyone who wanted to talk about this stuff <laughs> or, or was into what I was doing. Uh, there were certainly people out there that are into this sort of thing, that were into channeling and channeled messages and all of that, uh, but not in my life. And it's something that I just started, I, I, I felt this strong driving need, desire to put out there. Because what the stream was offering me, what we call the stream, really it's source, what source was offering me and my going so deeply inward throughout my lifetime made sense of life for me and helped guide me through life. It didn't guide me to perfection. It didn't guide me to some perfect life where everything was just abundant all the time, but it always guided me back to abundance. It always guided me back to worthiness. And I really wanted to share that with the world. So I started the Stream of David podcast, just putting it out there and people started listening. And I also was very active on Instagram at that time, which I'm not at all anymore. Uh, maybe again in the future at some point, I don't know, but not right now. Um, and, and I met a lot of people through Instagram as well. And I started teaching a course in 2018, uh, based on the belief system that I had created for myself, which was rooted in those, those source guided teachings. And then I noticed that it was helping people change their lives. It was really helping people transform. Uh, I saw people heal old wounds. I saw people heal old traumas. I saw people physically heal. I witnessed people who were diagnosed as, as terminally ill survive, and they are still surviving to this day. And it was very, very satisfying work to do that. And, you know, here we are years later and the, the course that I started out teaching quickly transformed into a full-blown mindset practice. But what I really want to talk about today on this episode is belief systems, because a mindset practice is something that you are intentionally creating, um, for yourself to alter or direct your belief system. And I have come to understand through the teachings of the stream, i.e. source, that belief systems are everything. And I've gone really, really deep into this stuff. Personally, and if you've all been listening for, for very long, or if you've all been listening from or any of you that have been listening from the beginning, know that this journey of mine has taken all of these twists and turns and ups and downs and, and, and corners and all of these things. And I look at my life and really my life is like that. I get bored very easily and I need to switch things up 
for stimulation. That's why I've moved all over the country as an adult. I, I've lived in lots of different states and lots of different uh, homes and, and, and things like this. I don't stay put for very long uh, in, a, in a physical place. Uh, I definitely like my relationships to take twists and turns. I've been divorced twice now. I'm in a third relationship. Uh, my, my intention is for this to be my last relationship, but who knows? You know, you just never know what, what the universe is going to deliver to you. And I have learned to really appreciate all of that. I have really learned to appreciate these twists and turns and ups and downs because all of that stuff has created this magical, expansive life journey uh, that I am, I'm sure, well past half finished with. I don't expect to live to be over 100 years old. I'm 55 now. So I'm kind of in the, the not the, you know, the second half. Definitely, I'm into the second half of, of this experience. And I figured a lot of things out for myself. And I found that I am really good at, at helping other people figure it out for themselves. And one thing that you'll notice about the stream's teachings is that it's always about going inward, going inward, going inward, not this is the gospel. This is what you must do. This is what you must think. Every single thing that they have offered us in all of these years has been a, a guidance or a tool to tap into your own inner version of what we call the stream, your own inner version of source, because we all have it. Everyone has a source being within them. In fact, it's more than within them. It's, it's, it's inside, it's outside, it's all things, it's everywhere. It's the energy that creates everything. And it is love and it is appreciation of all that is. And as a human being, we're very conditional with that stuff. We always have that line that we tend to draw. Well, I can't appreciate that, that horrible thing that happens that humans do to themselves. And usually it is a human created thing. Sometimes it's considered a natural disaster, a natural thing that we can't appreciate. But I can tell you, I, I have spent a lifetime going into this source being. Uh, I was saying not long ago that my very disconnected childhood, meaning my parents were not really involved in my life at all, I created this inner world. But in creating my inner world that I really existed in, I went very, very deep inward. And that was my worthiness. And that was my appreciation of, of where I was and who I was and where I was going. And as I've moved through life, I've never shut that down. And we happen to live in this collective consciousness of humanity that I often refer to as the matrix that is all about shutting that down all about ignoring that and moving more and deeper into ego. And I see so much ego out there. And one of the skills that I have developed for myself and one of the skills that uh, I believe with the Taya practice that you acquire is the ability to discern what is ego and what is source while understanding that ego is not evil. Ego is not bad. Ego, oh, ego is not something that we're looking to shed while we're in our, our human form. Our ego is, is a key component of our operating system while we're in physical. But understanding that the ego in the matrix is overdeveloped. The ego is about comparison and superiority or inferiority. The ego is polarized left and right, right and wrong, you know, and all of that sort of thing. The ego is, is, is very much overdeveloped. If you think of the ego as being a tool that is simply a tool of discerning preference. 
so that we can have things that we prefer to experience while we're in our physical experience, and we can have things that we prefer not to experience. And really, that's it. That's, that's the original function of ego. And sources said that humanity has become, because of, of heightened intelligence, which was driven by ego, and because of this expansion of ego consciousness that we call the matrix, has become of a, a bit of a mutation in the earth environment, which is a natural process. But we've emerged as these beings of higher intelligence in, in this physical realm and moved way beyond simply discerning preference. We moved into judgment. We moved into fear. We moved into all of these things that we didn't necessarily come here equipped to be or do, but it happened anyway. So that, that occurrence created and continues to create massive expansion for humanity, thus massive expansion for source. Because our expansion is source's expansion because we are source. So how does source expand? Source expands in the expansion of consciousness. How does the expansion of consciousness occur? Expansion of consciousness occurs via new desires. And if you are operating in pure bliss, in pure perfection all the time, without the lower vibrational separation from source, then you have no new desires because you're in bliss, you're in perfection, you're in loving all that is all the time, and that's all that is. So there's no expansion. So the way that source guarantees expansion for itself, and i.e. the universe, is creating these environments that are physically, physical in nature and they are polarized. And in this polarized physical realm that we come and experience in a physical vehicle, we are experiencing that polarity as preference, things that we want and things that we do not think, things that we like, things that we don't like, all the way down the spiral to the very lowest vibration of things that terrify us or things that we judge very, very harshly. Well, of course, we're in a vibrational universe, so there's always going to be the spectrum. So there's going to be the low vibration of the spectrum, the worst among us, the worst things, the most horrific events, the most destruction, the most pain, the most suffering, all the way up to pure bliss, pure love of all that is, pure source. But notice how our matrix tends to keep us more in that lower vibrational register. Not necessarily down in terror all the time, but certainly down in a, in a degree of compliancy. Uh, if you've ever seen our vibrational scale uh, training, uh, it's, it's on YouTube. It's available. You just kind of have to look for it on YouTube. Uh, but it's the advanced vibrational spiral that's numeric. So look for the numeric vibrational spiral if you want to take that training. It's available to everybody. And we have, we've, we've created this numeric chart. This isn't some sacred thing delivered by some idea of some sacred deity or anything like that. Uh, as you get into these teachings, you'll come to understand that that's just another human creation and there's nothing that's uh, divine or sacred, you know, beyond source. And, you know, everything else is human creation, which is okay, but understanding that that's human creation, it's not source, because source is bliss, source is pure love, source is appreciation of all that is. So if you're in that space, you're not measuring anything, you're not worrying about quantities or degrees or any of that stuff. That's all ego, all human creation. That's a tool. So when we talk about our ego, our collective ego and our individual egos being overdeveloped 
It's all of this fear and judgment that we have created in our society and that we absorb and we tend to live on. So even the, the concept of mainstream spirituality is heavily laden with ego. Religion, heavily laden with ego. You see, you, you see lots of examples of this. But when you're talking about anything that says, gosh, I, I saw a post this morning, you know, I go, I go on social media every couple of days, flip around, see what's going on in the world. You know, I don't want to be completely disconnected from the world. I like being in the, in the physical realm. So I, I do you know, go out and kind of sample all of this stuff, whether I'm really posting a lot of stuff or not, I still look. And in some of this observance, I see over and over again, people that are on a spiritual journey, but they're still placing themselves on a pedestal for where they are vibrationally, which is still being in the matrix. So if your belief is that, gosh, I've done all of this work, I've raised my vibration and I'm up here, which means if you're up here, that somebody else is down there. Well, unless you're fully appreciating the person that is operating perhaps in what you would call lower vibration than you, then you are not fully merged with source. And that's a kicker for a lot of people because a lot of people want to do this work. They want to be blissed out. They want to be whatever their version of, of spiritually connected or enlightened or awakened is. But it's, it's interesting to me to see when that, that vibration of superiority enters that, that mindset, because it's just a human created mindset that I am spiritual. I meditate every day. Maybe I don't eat meat. Uh, I don't judge anyone, uh, but I'm up here. And if you're not up here with me, then you're something less than that. You know, that sort of mindset, we see that out there. So as I seek to be with all things, I seek to appreciate that instead of judge it. But I do recognize that source is appreciation of all things. Source is appreciation of the devout Christian. Source is appreciation. You know, we have, uh, if you're following pop culture these days, you know, the, I, I call it the boogeyman du jour, you know, politi in politics, you always have this, um, you know, type of uh, individual that's put out there as the next person that's coming for you and you're supposed to be scared of them. Right now it's drag queens, which is hilarious to me because I've been to lots and lots of drag shows and they're pretty harmless. Um, but right now that's kind of the thing in the United States uh, that the politicians seem to be going after drag queens and trying to make drag uh, performances illegal. And they think they're harming children somehow and all of this kind of thing. Well, the source perspective of that is that source loves and appreciates the drag queen and Source loves and appreciates the ones who are attacking the drag queen equally. And that's a hard pill to swallow for a whole lot of people. Well, wait a minute, you know, this is pretty low vibe to be judging someone and, and creating this false narrative that there's somehow, you know, the, the main concern that we need to be focused on politically is, is, is stopping these individuals. Well, that's their bubble of reality, though. That's their, they're operating within their belief system. So when you are at the top of your spiral and you're loving all that is, and you are presented with a topic that's polarizing such as that, how do you really feel about it? Well, then you know, well, gosh, is this my ego engagement, which is fine, or is this pure source? You know you're up your spiral in that pure source space when you are very indifferent about everything because you can appreciate everything. There's, there's no polarity present when you're at the top of your spiral, but none of us are at the top of our spiral all the time. In this practice, we develop tools and our own belief system that leads us up our spiral more often so that we spend more time up in source 
and less time down in, in anything what we call below neutral, which is more ego than source. There's always going to be some ego present. As long as we are human, we have ego. There's no such thing as a human being that does not have any ego present at all. They're completely sourced there. If you see someone that is sort of presenting that to the world, they are choosing to just present that version of themselves. They go down their spiral. Absolutely. We all do. We are here to do that. We are here to have our vibration lowered either through our own focused thought or through just the, the practice of moving through polarity in a physical environment, which we all do. And we're going to lower our vibration. We're going to go below neutral. We're going to separate from that source consciousness sometimes, but not completely. Just enough to go down and have some lower vibrational stuff go on that creates some obstacles in our lives. Because those obstacles exist to ultimately inspire us toward new creation. How do we move through an experience and in moving through this experience, how do we expand in the having of the experience? And we always do. Sometimes it's prolonged. The suffering gets prolonged because the judgment of the experience gets prolonged or the fear in the experience gets prolonged. And we ultimately will move through it and solve it in some way. And we'll have some expansion in our consciousness as a result of that. But we are always placing these things in our paths for nothing other than the opportunity to expand our consciousness. And when you start viewing obstacles that way, then you start experiencing life very diff differently. So I say these things, I repeat these things a lot mm -hmm. because I think these mindsets, these ideas can be very hard to grasp until you really get into the teachings and really start communicating with other people about it and sort of interacting with other people, comparing notes, really kind of playing with how your belief system is, 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 is guiding you through your lifetime and all of your daily experiences. And then you realize that you have control over this stuff. Uh, the term emotional intelligence gets used quite a bit. I think that um, the definition of emotional intelligence is someone who has moved through some experiences and they are learning how to react differently. And with maturity, be less reactive, be less judgmental, be more calm, be more knowing that even when things are unraveling, that ultimately things are going to work out that we are eternal beings. There's nothing going on in the earth environment that can possibly end us. They cannot, there's nothing going on here that's going to end our eternal being. The, the ego is not eternal, however. The ego fights for life. The ego loves the, the, the 3D, black and white, polarized. So the, the ego loves what we might call positive and negative. Uh, you know, if you ask somebody that's in, in what I would call mainstream spirituality, you know, give me some idea, uh, some examples of some positive things that happen and some ideas of some negative. Sometimes those positive things might be financial abundance. I've manifested more business. I've manifested more money. I've manifested a bigger home. I've manifested better health. And can, they consider those things positive where the unwanted stuff is negative. Well, that's still polarized. It's still egocentric thinking. It's not source because source is all of it is positive because even the things that we label as negative or unwanted, and we even do that in this practice, they ultimately exist to inspire new creation. So therefore everything is positive, 
but everything is not necessarily what you would call up the spiral because so much of that positive creation is inspired by the separation from source that only happens in lower vibration and ego is a driver of that, but that's the function of it. That's the magic of having a, an ego. In this case, we're all human beings. If we're listening to this podcast, as far as I know, and we have that, that ego driven desire to experience certain things and to avoid other things, to avoid pain, to avoid suffering, uh, and then to have more feeling good moments, more feeling good times, be more at bliss, just being, we want more of that. And we operate in this matrix that has created this notion that more material things is where it's at, that there's no such thing as true joy, unless you have lots of stuff and lots of money and look at those people in their beautiful house and all of their money and all of their things that must be happiness. But we hear so often that these people against those odds are still unhappy sometimes because they are, because they're still moving through a polarized human experience, no matter what, no matter what. So are there material things that can bring joy? Absolutely. But thinking that that source version of joy costs anything, your, your thinking matrix trained thought, when you think that anyone has to spend money to get there, it doesn't cost a dime. It's something that's available to everyone and anyone. You can mentally take yourself there. You can mentally change your belief system. And of course, people believe that their belief system very often is the right belief system. And one of the greatest things about these teachings, what, what it's done for me is it's led me to the deep understanding that all beliefs are chosen. Everything that we're experiencing as human beings, everything is a human creation. So if we understand that it's just a human creation, that it's just ego, ego has its place, but ego does not have to be the boss of you. Ego can take a backseat to source in your life. And when that happens, the, the matrix idea of what happiness is really fades away. That really falls away. And suddenly you're not in the need for a lot of these material things that you used to think you need. And you're, you're not judging, you're not fearing, you're not comparing, you're not doing all of that stuff that we're taught to do in the matrix. You teach yourself how to make sense of life, how to find your path back to, to your source, no matter what happens in your life, how to appreciate obstacles and challenges, even at the onset. And as you do that, life changes significantly. And there's lots of paths to that. A lot of people have to really create a lot of destruction in their lives to arrive at a place like that. I do think that the obstacles, i.e. destruction that we create for ourselves does create a vehicle to take us deeper. Every time I have a major obstacle in my life, it levels me up. It takes me deeper into source. I, I have an opportunity then to sort of detune more ego, allow more source allow more appreciation of all that is. And when I do that, then I experience authentic joy without needing anything external to inspire that joy. And I don't need anything external to soothe me because I can just breathe and quiet my mind for a moment and be connected with the energy that is the source of all creation. That's what I do when I channel. And for all of you 
regardless of where you are on your journey with all of this, don't listen to this and think, gosh, you know, he's so out there or he's so enlightened or he's so joyed out or so blissful or so crazy or whatever it is you're thinking when you listen to these teachings. But I hope, my hope for you is that you don't think that it's some finish line that you cross or that I've crossed. The reason that I'm the first person that comes on here and tells you that, hey, you know, I've gained a bunch of weight or I had my identity stolen or my relationship's falling apart or my house burned down or my mother-in-law died tragically. All of those things have happened to me, i.e. for me, since I've started this podcast. So if you listen from 2017, I've experienced all of those things. I've also experienced the best health of my life. I've experienced falling in love with the person that I believe is the love of my life. I've experienced building a beautiful dream home. I've experienced business success. I've experienced uh, financial security very unexpectedly. I've experienced uh, lots of, of, of amazing things also. So my life has been this mix. And sometimes I'm quicker to share the challenges than I am positive things or the wanted things, but I'm not crossing a finish line. The reason I share everything the way that I do is because this is the journey. This is the, the, the vehicle for expansion that we all come here to have. That is my belief. And listening to the stream of David, you are getting a heavy dose of my personal belief system, but I promise you my intention with sharing this from day one has always been one to be very, very clear that you're getting David's version, i.e. the stream of David, that you have your own version of it, and that I am taking my ego out of the teachings as much as possible. For many years, I put myself into trance to channel for you that pure source guidance. I feel like I've detuned my ego enough now to where I really don't need to do that anymore. And I understand that there are people that like that. I understand that there are people that like that, but it really is entertainment at this point because I access that readily all the time. And I can speak to you from that source perspective as me. I've done enough work in detuning my ego where I can do that. I can go into trance and I can speak in third person in that trance space and I, I know that it, it holds a certain value for, for people. It was always an authentic thing that I was experiencing, but it's something I taught myself to do to dial up the stream and quieten my ego. And to be honest, I've done enough of it to where I really don't need to do it that way anymore. I don't need to put myself in a trance. I don't need to calm down David's ego to allow source, but it took me a long time to get there. Up until very, very recently, I still felt the need to channel that way in trance. I don't feel that need anymore because that wisdom is so present simply because I've done the work to detune my ego. And if my ego ever enters these teachings, you will know. Because if you hear judgment, if you hear fear, if you hear comparison, if you hear any of those things, that's, that's always my ego coming into play a little bit. But that ego helps deliver the message. The ego helped create Taya. The, the desire to share with other people was really an ego-driven desire, of course, because source doesn't care whether we practice Taya or not. The practice of Taya is for us. Source loves us if we're atheists. Source loves us if, if our belief system is very rooted in politics. 
source loves us if we're Baptists, if we're Methodists, if we're Catholic, regardless of what religion we are practicing or what our belief system is, it's all our own creation and source loves all of it because all of it is serving the purpose of expansion of source. So the Taya practice was this co-created thing is here's what source is telling us to do, raise our vibration, detune our transgressors, be more in source and less in ego, make that your system and your way of life for the rest of your life. And your life will continue to get better and better and better and better as you move through it, as you move through the experience that has proven to be true for me. It's been, it's been proven to be true for others that are in our community where I think all of this helps is that we've created community. Everything that I do now is about creating community around these teachings and this practice, but the practice ultimately is an individual independent thing. There's no rules. There's no worship. There's no judgment. You choose how you discern your preferences. The only thing that we're guiding you to is raising your vibration, raise your vibration. Life gets better. And the the definition of better evolves as you do that. That's what Taya is all about. That's what this podcast is all about is guiding anyone and everyone who wants to listen to this deeper and deeper and deeper into their own source being. And that means some of you will listen for a while and you'll move on to other stuff. Some of you will listen for a while and you'll tire of it and you'll spin out and you'll denounce it and you'll move on to other things saying all that stream of David stuff or that Tyus stuff isn't for me. It wasn't enough or it wasn't, it was too much or whatever. I've seen that happen. Some will come back. Some won't. Everyone's going to have their own experience with this. And I am here for all of you who are wanting to learn more about it. Uh, I'm going to do this for the rest of my life. I may have some pauses like I've had in my life recently, but I will always come back to it. I will always come back to putting something out there and putting out there how I am employing these teachings in my life, how it's expanding me, how I see it expanding others and what it really does, because it's the only thing that I'm aware of that I'm aware of. Be very clear about that. That really guides me to pure source knowledge or pure source perspective of humanity. I am sure there are other paths out there. I am not claiming that I have a monopoly on that at all. How source aligned would I be if I were saying that this is better than other things? It's a different experience. The intention here, however, is to detune ego in a systematic way so that we're doing more and more detuning, not eradicating or erasing, but detuning so that ego becomes the secondary vibration within us and our our duality, which we're in physical, so we're always going to be in duality, and that the source side of us becomes the main driver of our experience. It's what we're choosing in this practice. And it's not superior to any other thought. It's not more advanced. I just want to be able to discern without judgment what is source and what is ego. That's very important. The discernment of those things. Are you having a source-aligned experience? Are you having an ego-aligned experience? There's value in both. But I want more source. I want a little less ego. And I want a little less ego all the time as I move through the life journey. A little less, a little less. You get that wisdom really going. And then you get so much going that ultimately you do cross over. You do exit the human experience. I believe that you exit the human journey Uh, in in two different ways. And it is a polarized experience because it's your final physical act. You exit at the top of your spiral where you're so aligned with source and so blissed out and so loving all that is that you simply transition. 
And we know there are examples of people who are very at peace with their, their transition, however it uh, arrives, whenever it arrives. Or you can exit at the bottom in fear and judgment, uh, terrified of what's next, terrified of there being nothing else, terrified of per perhaps judgment on the other side, um, you know, hating that it's ending too soon or the way that it's ending or any of those things. That's, that's the bottom of the spiral. I do believe that we exit the experience either at the top or the bottom, not in neutrality, but we're not supposed to just be in neutrality all the time. We are supposed to go up and down and we are ultimately supposed to exit by design. We did not come to this physical reality to be here forever. Source has told us there is no physical environment that is eternal. The nature of physical is beginning, middle and end, but ultimately that ending is simply giving way to something else. Some other type of physical creation will form from that. Ashes to ashes, dust to dust. Even our physical vehicles, our bodies, they, they are uh, attributed to the earth environment. And we come and we create, we co-create, and we acquire this, this physical presence to experience the earth environment. And we experience it by going up and down vibrationally, manifesting uh, a, a mix of things that we want and things that we do not and discerning preferences along the way. And when we start to figure out how this process of creation really works, then we can point ourselves to more of the things that we want to experience and fewer of the things that we do not, while not discounting the value of the unwanted experiences. So that's the magic of all of this. And that's the message that I wanted to share with you in my first solo podcast in a few years, I think. And I'll do more of these. I will have guests as well. We'll always kind of keep you on your toes. I know you probably don't like to hear me drone on and on and on uh, solo like this all the time. So I will always bring other Taya practitioners on here to talk about their practice and what they're doing and how they're doing it, because I want to share this with the world and all of you that want to listen. That's why we've created this. That's why we moved over to Patreon to, to kind of move the academy into Patreon so that you can go over there, contribute to the practice if you so choose and start learning this uh, at, at different levels, just depending on wherever you feel aligned. And I love the fluid nature of Patreon that anybody that is into it can come in and be into it. You can go high, you can go low, you can be on there for, for free, and you can choose what level of experience that you want to have and be there as long as you're aligned with it and exit when you're no longer aligned with it. I love that. If you're truly trusting the universe, you trust that people will flow in. And if they want more interaction and more training and more coaching, then they're going to manifest the means to get there. And while they're aligned with it, they'll be there. And when that's no longer serving them, they won't. And it's perfectly okay. So that's why we set up Patreon the way that we did. And speaking of, I'm going to talk a little deeper. In fact, I am going to uh, go over to Patreon now into our expanded podcast, and I'm going to provide some deeper training on how you can get yourself more into this mindset if you so choose and where I would recommend you going and what uh, to do in your life if that is your chosen path that this sounds interesting, it's intriguing, it's perhaps a little confusing. How the hell do you do this? I start trying to do this and then something spins out and I go right back down my spiral and I'm fearing and I'm judging. It's a habit that I feel like I can't break. I know that feeling because I've been there, but I've also moved through that experience and out of it. And I can tell you how to do that too. So join us over there if you want to learn more. And uh, if you have enjoyed this podcast, send us a note and let us know. Uh, you can always reach the team and I at david at the stream of david .com. 
and simply let us know that you like some of the solo stuff or what you want to hear more of on here. I love putting this out there for anyone in the world to be able to access that has a device to access it, which I guess is most people at this point. And uh, I've, I've met a lot of interesting people that I count as friends now all over the world from this very podcast. So I appreciate it deeply. I have no intention of stopping. Uh, we've had a couple of pauses, but I'm really happy to be back into it now, even in this temporary environment that I'm in. Thanks so much for listening. This episode doesn't have to end here. You can join us over on Patreon for the roundtable discussion of everything the stream shared today and how to apply it in your life. Join us at patreon.com forward slash the stream of David. I hope to see you over there.